He wants to try to work on the relationship, but you don't trust him. And how do you know if you ever can again? How do you start to rebuild it? Or better yet, what are the signs that you can look for that kind of show you he might be trustworthy again? Well, beautiful, if you've been betrayed, especially by an affair, it can make you feel like you can never trust anyone again. But I want you to know that there are some signs you can look for whether or not you can trust to even start reconciling your relationship. And we're going to talk about it today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey, beautiful, it's Lisa, and this is Beauty Beyond Betrayal, the podcast designed for women who want to find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal, trauma, and loss. Each week, I help you navigate the murky waters of betrayal trauma by bringing you insight, wisdom, and ways to overcome the trauma and loss that you've experienced. I help you explore ways to heal, recover, and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, joyful, and free, the way God intended it to be. I also bring in all things Jesus because he's the one who ultimately brings us into our healing and freedom from betrayal trauma. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, pull up a chair and focus on yourself for the next few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Hey, beautiful. We're back for another episode. And today we are going to talk about, you know, he wants to reconcile. He realized that what he did was awful, uh, more than awful. (laughs) He realizes that he has the ability to lose something very precious. And I know that you're probably saying, I wish he would have realized this before he had the affair. So do I. I understand where you're coming from. I said that a lot. But sometimes it takes a while for him to wake up from what I call the uh, affair stupor that they are in. They are in this high uh, from the just the excitement of the affair and, and it really feeds their ego, so to speak. Well, once they wake up from that, a lot of men realize, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose the most important thing in my life. And I know it's controversial. I get it. But this does happen. And they may look at you and go, please, let's reconcile this. Please, let's move forward and find help. Please don't throw our relationship away. Well, beautiful, if you're willing to move towards reconciliation, what you're going to have to deal with is the trust factor once again. Because in the reality of it, he obliterated any trust that you may have had in him. You know, all relationships take work. Would you not agree? They really do, especially in marriage, right? Or maybe in a dating relationship, a business associate, a family member. But when someone breaks our trust, especially in a marriage relationship, and they have broken that trust through a sexual affair, then how can we even rebuild it? You know, they they may have lied to us in so many different ways. The deceit was deep. Their unfaithfulness and betrayal was beyond words. And it's devastating. And it can be so difficult because one of our most fundamental needs for survival is trust. 
I mean, we married this person. We vowed to this person before God and family and friends that we would be faithful and we would give our hearts completely. And so we trusted them. And now that's been broken. And without trust, we don't know who the other person is anymore. We look at them and I know I remember looking at my husband after the affair going, who are you? I don't recognize this person standing in front of me anymore. He obliterated my life. He blew it to pieces. I was a wounded soldier out on the battlefield who had been blown apart. And he did that. So for me, I didn't know how to even begin to rebuild the trust. And you know, we don't know how careful or how free to be with them anymore. We are unsure whether or not we can let our guard down. You know, safety and love and care and risk don't work at all when the trust has been broken, right? So how do you deal with your relationship when this has happened? You know, the person wants you to trust him again. He is begging you, trust me again, please. Let's move forward. They want to still matter to you. They want to be in your life. And they think that they will really change, right? And they want to change, but you don't know if they are trustworthy enough. And you don't know if they really are going to change. So what do you do with it? What do you do with all this? I want to give you a few things today to look for when you're trying to rebuild trust after you've been betrayed by a sexual affair. I want to give you some signs, some guidelines, so to speak, that you can kind of look at when you are deciding whether or not to start trusting in little increments again. You know, for me, I had to look for signs. I wanted to know if he was really moving in a direction that was going to be uh, trustworthy again, that was going to enable me to move forward towards reconciliation, that was going to enable me to start tearing down the bricks of the fortress that I had built around myself. And I like to equate it to... um, Rapunzel's castle, right? I look at it as this huge castle that encircled me and and it was completely encased and I was inside and that was my safety net. And for me to start taking down some of those bricks, I had to see some evidence that he was worth giving a little bit of trust to, right? To move forward in this reconciliation of this relationship. And ladies, I'll be very honest with you. Where am I in that tearing down of the bricks of the fortress? Is the fortress completely um, down? No, it's not. And you know me, I'm raw and real with you. I'm very vulnerable. I'm going to call it like it is, right? I'm not there yet. I am not willing to completely tear down the complete wall. Have some of the bricks come down? Yes, they have. And it's been a journey. But these are some of the signs that I started using as a guideline to go by so that I could start removing some of those bricks. And he had to work hard to get there. So I'm going to share them with you today. So the first one is, that they really express an authentic concern about what they've done to you. They realize 
that you've been traumatized at the deepest level. And they recognize they're the ones that traumatized you. They are the ones who impacted you negatively in this way. And their actions are what caused it. You know, they um, need to realize not only the impact, but they also have to take a step back and not be defensive. Here, my alarm went off. (laughs) They have to not be defensive with you when you are triggered. They have to not be defensive when you want to talk about it. They have to not want to push back at you and say, when are you going to get over this, right? They have to understand that the trauma that you've endured is going to take a while to heal. They also have to recognize that you're not a part of the problem. That it is their action that caused the problem. Instead, they're going to come to you and authentically communicate, and I'm going to call it like it is, ladies, that they royally screwed up (laughs) and they hurt you terribly. There's no excuses. They're not going to say, I know I hurt you, but no, no, they're going to call it like it is. I screwed up. I hurt you. I know that I did the most awful thing in the world and I know that it impacted you greatly. See, this is what a healthy functioning adult does. Okay, ladies, and you need to see that he recognizes and he takes responsibility for what he's done and he's concerned about your welfare. Here's another one. They decide that they're going to deal with their own why. (laughs) In other words, um, they're not going to look at you and say, well, sorry, babe, Uh, it's not going to happen again. You know, they're not going to do that. That's a red flag. Okay, if if they just keep coming at you going, look, I'm sorry it happened. It'll never happen again. Let's move on. That is a huge red flag that you need to look at. There's something that drove their behavior. There was something underneath that caused them to enter into an affair. And they must spend some time figuring that out. This is not selfish on your part. To ask them to do that and to tell them that this is a non-negotiable for you. They've got to figure it out. Was it an old was it an old hurt that caused them to move into this? Was it insecurity? Was it a dependency issue? What was their underlying why as to why they had the affair? What drove them to it? Whether that means they go into coaching, they go into therapy or counseling, whatever that is, they're willing to deal with their own stuff and to figure it out, and to dig deep, so that they can move forward, and they can regain trust from you again. Which leads to, they're willing to bring others in to help, right? They're not going to say, well, babe, let's just solve this on our own, just the two of us, okay? We don't need others in the equation. No, no, another red flag, okay? They are willing to do the hard work in counseling or in coaching, with themselves and with you, okay? So that means that might require a therapist, that might require a pastor, that might require 10,000 hours of working this out in coaching or therapy, but they're willing to bring in others to help move forward to reconcile the relationship again. Okay, here's another one to look for. They change over time. And I mean measurably. 
like you are seeing fruit in keeping with the repentance. They've asked for your forgiveness. They've repented of the sin of adultery and they are really changing. Now, for me, let me just tell you, I know that there are people out there that say words are a great start, but for me, words are words. Okay, I'm just going to call call it like it is. Words are words and words are cheap. Because for me, my husband said a lot of words, but never followed it up with action for a long time. So the words were cheap. They meant nothing to me. And they can speak a good speak. But until they are putting actions behind the words, they're not changing. You must be able to see behavioral changes over weeks and months. And it sticks. Like it's not just something they're doing by the seat of their pants and all of a sudden they're going back into the bad behavior. It actually sticks. And they don't get stuck on excuses like, well, I'm too busy to go to therapy. I'm too busy to make this change. No, no. They actually are doing the work. They're actually changing over time. And again, it sticks. Okay? If the relationship is a priority to them, then the behavior should be changing and it should be evident. Now, does it have to be perfect? No, and it's not going to be perfect because none of us are. But if you're seeing significant progress over time, then he might start being trustworthy and you can be willing to move into reconciliation and to move into letting go of some things. Now, for me, when I started seeing some changes, that's when I decided to take the tracker app off his phone. Number one, it was inundating my life. It was controlling my life, and I realized I had to lay that baby down, and I had to trust God at this point, and I did. I took the tracker app off of his phone, my phone, and I just had to say, okay, I've seen some changes in you, so I'm going to start trusting. And then over a period of time, I quit checking his phone records. I quit checking his Facebook. And yes, I have access to all of this because that is a non-negotiable for me. <laughs> but I stopped. And, and ladies, to be perfectly honest, it's been months and months since I've checked phone records. And I've not felt the need to do so because I've seen evidence that there has been change taking place. So as long as you're seeing that, you can start removing some of those bricks and to start to rebuild trust again, okay? So those are some things that you can do. The last one I want to give you is this. Maybe you want to have a little small test. And I know that that can be controversial, but hey, I'm a controversial gal, you know? And I think we deserve to be a little controversial when we've been betrayed in this way. So the test can be, you know, the test of, okay, I am going to go this month and not check the phone records, but I will, and, and I'm going to check him in 30 days just to see how well he did. And if he passes the test, then you know he's starting to be trustworthy, right? So these are the little things that you can do to see whether or not it's worth moving towards reconciliation and are they really starting to change so that you can trust them again. Ladies, I know that this is a hard thing. It's hard to trust them. And I will say this, okay? All right, once they start doing these things, is it a one and done and you're going to trust them completely? No, I don't believe so. Not for a long time. 
For me, it's been a little over a year. Do I 100% trust? No. Does he know that? Yes. Because reality is we're still in counseling every other week. And he's willing to do that. That's a part of one of those things I said. He was willing to bring in others to help. And we counsel every other week. We work through the hard issues and we're still working through the hard issues. And little by little, the bricks come down. But do I trust 100%? No. Will it ever happen? I pray it does. But we have to continue moving forward and I have to see measurable change over a long period of time and that it is real change that sticks. And you, beautiful, deserve the same. So put these into practice. Start to use them as a guideline. See if it is worth rebuilding the relationship again. And is he truly one that is moving towards change that you can start to trust little by little again? Remember this, beautiful. At the end of the day, it is his job to rebuild the trust, to regain it from you. You're, you just don't, if he's looking at you saying, trust me, trust me, trust me, you have every right to look back and go, I don't have to right now. You have to rebuild that and you have to regain it because he's the one that broke the trust. So remember that. Hope this helped you today, beautiful. Share this out with a woman who needs it. And I know you know someone who does. And make sure to leave me a review. Beautiful. This helps get us out in the airwaves so more women who have been betrayed just like you and I can get the help that we deserve. So share it out today on IG and Facebook. Tag me, Beauty Beyond Betrayal podcast, and I will give you a huge shout out. And if you'd love to be a part of our sisterhood, we'd love to have you. We have a group on Facebook called Healing from an Affair, Heartbreak Recovery for Christian Women. We'd love to have you a part of that group. There's a link below in the show notes. Make sure to answer the questions so you can get in. And there's a lot more information over there. We can't wait to have you. I'll see you next week, beautiful. Cheers. Hey, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, something really hit you in one of the moments, or you were inspired to take the next step in your healing, reach out to me and by all means, leave a review. This is the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Beauty Beyond Betrayal Podcast. And I'll give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships in the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of all circumstances that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.